Hello and welcome to the PLUS Podcast, where we are student plus athletes that seek a relationship with God amidst our academic and athletic pursuits. Traditionally, the word student-athlete is hyphenated, where the dash represents a school-sport balance. We added a vertical line to the dash to create the PLUS, a symbol of our upward desire for God while competing for our school. My name is Camille Peisner. And I'm Skylar Jones. Join us as we interview fellow student plus athletes about their journey of faith and sport. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Plus. I'm Skylar, and today I'm here with Kelly Pagadora, a.k.a. Pags. Pags is a junior and a defender on the women's soccer team at Stanford. And I'm going to keep it short because I'm sure we'll hear all about her journey of soccer and faith and everything in between as this episode unfolds. So I'm just going to jump right in and welcome her to the podcast today. So Pags, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Skylar. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so I'm going to jump right in, as I said, and ask you what your favorite sports verse is or a Bible verse that has just really impacted your soccer career or anything in that category. Take it where you will. Yeah, one verse, I, I feel like it's not, I mean, it's a popular verse. It's Psalm 4610, but it's not like it's, I guess it's a sports verse, but it's just be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in in the earth. And to me, I mean, there's so many good long verses. I have a couple that I could also mention, but this one to me, I like have this devotional book and it says, be still and know on the cover. And I also had something else kind of pop up uh, like about a year ago before last season. So last season was kind of the first time, honestly, my faith was just so strong and like consistent that this verse stuck with me, like be still and know, like just those four words just gave me so much confidence and really helped me. I write it on my wrist for every game now. So that's so good. I think for athletes, we're super good at being like mobile and always moving and like acting on things. So the thought of be still and know, like that is kind of challenging for me because it's not, you can't like do anything about that. It's like the opposite of doing. You're just trying to be. So I think that's such a good reminder. First of all, you can't like earn God's favor and you can't earn his grace and all of that. But it's also in those times of stress or high performance, like whatever you want to call it, just like be still and know that he is God and that he's in control. And it's not really anything that you can do. It's just a feeling or a thought of knowing that. So I wanted to talk a little bit, like I mentioned, about a piece that you wrote for one of your writing classes here at Stanford. And then Camille ended up publishing it on her blog. So for those who haven't read it, it's on Camille's blog and it's incredible, but In it, you talked all about the theme of identity and purpose as an elite athlete. And I wanted to touch on this and wanted to invite you on this podcast specifically, not only to talk about this, but especially this, because I think it's something that like so many athletes struggle with. And I know for me growing up in sports, like it's so easy to just put your identity in your sport. And when your sport's going well, you're happy. When it's not going well, you're sad Um, and kind of everything in between. So I know this is a really common uh, struggle for athletes and it's hard to find your identity outside of your sport, but from reading this piece and knowing a little bit about your story, I know that you have really changed, I guess, your perspective or like identity from it being in soccer completely maybe. And then now having it in Jesus and in faith and things like that. So 
I would love if you could just take the floor and maybe start with kind of like the beginning of your story and maybe like what it looked like when you were having your identity in soccer and how that impacted not even your playing, but maybe just like your your life at that point. Yeah, I would say that the biggest thing for me was like having my identity in soccer, like that have being taken away through injury. Not and that wasn't until like high school, but before that it was all soccer 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 and I I loved it like I loved soccer but in those harder times like with injury because I had like a little like some nagging injuries before the big I tore my ACL like that was the big injury in high school and before that I kind of struggled with like nagging injuries just overuse stuff and uh those would be like the hard times and in those times I feel like I grew up Catholic. My dad's Catholic and I had an idea of faith and like grew up in going to church on Sundays, but it wasn't like an everyday thing. Like it wasn't thing how I like it wasn't how I live my life as I am now, like being Christian. And I still go to Catholic church sometimes, but I feel like before, like I said, I was just a I would say like obsessed is like a fine word to use when you're just your identity is in something outside of yourself. Right. That was soccer up until high school. So the hardest part for me when I did get injured was that identity being taken away. And I I would say before high school and when I had my identity in soccer, like my confidence came from soccer. Like when I played good in soccer, like I felt good at school. I felt just I was having a good day or like when you have a good practice, like you have a good day. Or like if I had a bad practice, like I didn't have a good day or like a bad game. Yeah, totally. That is like truly what it is to like put identity outside of something like in something materialistic and it's completely changed like you mentioned um after this injury that I had sophomore year I tore my ACL and I had some complications with the injury so things just kind of didn't go well from the start and then it ended up taking about three years to like fully get back to playing like at a high level and that was the summer before my freshman fall wow Yeah. So in all of that, it was just a struggle. And like I said, I had some faith, maybe like a year into it, I kind of was like, okay, dad, like I want to go with you to church or to mass on Sundays. So what made you like decide to go to mass on Sunday? Because I feel like in a lot of hard times, you kind of lean towards going to church, even if you've never really been before. So I'm curious what that was for you or what made you think like, hey, like maybe I'll just do this because I'm in a hard time. Yeah, well, it was just feeling stuck but also Mm -hmm. my dad at that time I ended up transferring to his high school and on the way to school is our church and during his like prep period he used to go every day like every single day to pray for me wow and that in itself like I you know at first I was like thanks like thanks for praying for me but I was like no I actually have to like go like go to church on Sunday like I don't have any games there's no excuse not to it was to that point where I was like like I can't control how this rehab is going like kind of just leaning on my faith and at that time and I didn't know what that meant at all and I wouldn't even say I had a personal relationship with God at that time it was more kind of going to church and then occasionally talking to my dad about it. But still at that time, like we really didn't talk about our own personal face. Yeah. Which is 
crazy to think about because I've met more people here at Stanford that just grew up in a Christian household um, and everyone in their family. And like, that's kind of what they were raised around. And yeah. so you tore your ACL and then you had, you started going to church or started going to mass on Sunday. And then I guess keep going with that story. Yeah. So in that, I kind of, I like journaled a lot and I knew I had to like focus on the positives and like <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Um, kind of had those kind of like, or that mindset going through it. Obviously it was a hard time, but I didn't, there wasn't a part of me that was like negative. I was pretty positive throughout it. So in that, I just remember journaling. I was kind of reflecting on this. I was going to talk to you, Skylar. So as I was like journaling, I kind of read through my like journal entries. Cause I used to do that all the time when I was going through those hard times. And I have a lot of like, like God put me in this position or like this situation like there's a reason for it and then also like God chose me to go through this injury and like with these complications and in my head I was like I wouldn't want anyone else to experience this like I'll I'll take it and wow and thinking that too like God put me in this situation because he knew that I was strong enough I knew he knew that I was like determined enough to get through it yeah in hindsight, like there was a lot of like reliance on God in that time, but I didn't like have that personal relationship. Like I, right. I keep kind of bringing up. No, I totally get what you're saying. When I I broke my thumb going into my junior year, so probably similar timing a little bit to maybe when you were kind of going through the ACL tear. But I'm also a journal and started doing that my sophomore year, so I can like look back, just like you were saying. And it's a lot of what you just said. God uh, gives the hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. And I just felt like there was a reason that God was allowing me to go through that injury. And I don't know, it just reminds me that he's very intentional. And he doesn't just like throw around hardships and difficulties just to like do that. But he does it with intention and purpose. So yeah, I definitely could relate to that in your story. And that idea of like trying to find some sort of purpose in that pain. Um, And it sounds like you did that through journaling and through going to mass and talking to your parents maybe and and praying eventually so kind of going along with the story and you you referenced this a little bit throughout but then your faith started building and that relationship that was just like mass on Sundays became actually like the core of your identity and you know knowing you today it's something that you really value and you don't just say that you're a Christian but you actually spend time in the word and that is like the foundation of your life, which is incredible. Um, but I would love to hear like how you saw faith changing your life up until that point and how you played soccer and I guess how you went through that injury and recovered from that injury and then maybe even transitioned to Stanford. Yeah. So it wasn't until like things kind of started getting better. And I guess I'll fast forward. So I tore my ACL in 2018 and had my like, I guess like second nerve decompression. Um, but that was like my third surgery. Right. Uh, because I had some nerve damage. That was the complication that I had. And in the whole nerve damage, it kind of made the top of my foot numb. I just had nerve pain and different sensations. Like looking back on it and like at that time when I was playing again, I was like, there's no way like I should be able to play. God really worked in my life in that way where he brought me back to the sport. Because like in the back of my mind, there was never a doubt like I was going to play again. And I guess you could say that God put that on my heart throughout the whole injury. But looking Mm -hmm. back on that time when I was playing again in 2021, the summer going into freshman year, 
and not playing in any like serious matches or serious games before that or for about three years um I was like wow like the timing of everything and even the surgeries like even though I had to have like two nerve decompressions after the first ACL the timing of it and even when I like switch doctors switch PTs like everything worked out in a way that like I eventually made it back but looking back on it I wouldn't change the timeline of it because it was truly like on God's timing and I had to just be patient so obviously a long injury like that you have to be patient (laughs) and that's also where I got like closer to God and in that transition to Stanford it kind of just like blew my mind how I was playing again and I felt good and there's no way that was like me yeah I put the work in and PT and training and stuff, but there's got to be something like God, like working. And then that's coming here my freshman year, going to FCA for the first time. um, A lot of my teammates, Sierra, as you know, Skylar, she was a leader on, on FCA and a lot of my teammates went. So I ended up going, but that was like my first introduction to like being Christian was right, I guess. right like worship and just like how sermons were like I had no idea and how how you learn to like apply it to your life rather than Catholicism to me is more kind of like historical or like it's not that like everyday lifestyle to me I just like related to it so much and I feel like I was already living my life um, in terms of like loving people and you know being kind forgiving all of that and I could like finally attach it to something And that was like being Christian. So it's just like my faith and relationship with God. Like I just took it like serious. And like I talked to my sister more about her faith and just talked about it more with our family, but also just with other people at FCA, which I hadn't done before. And just learning more about who Jesus was and is. And that's incredible. And I actually don't think I knew that. Like when you came in, freshman year I kind of just assumed that you'd always like grown up in the faith and had always been Christian because I feel like you just came in so naturally and for those don't know like we have women's bible study every week and I feel like you were such a presence there and like taught us things so it's funny how maybe you were like learning so much but you were still pouring into people around you and like you said like loving people being kind like forgiving all that stuff wasn't new but now you had a reason or a foundation, I guess, to attach it to and be like, okay, this isn't just something that we're supposed to live by. It's because like Jesus was loving, Jesus was kind, Jesus was merciful and all of that. Um, But that's really cool. And I know that we talked a little bit about like confidence at the beginning, um, but I know that that really connected to um, your faith and how you mentioned, actually I have a quote here from your, um, the piece that you wrote for the blog. And you said school and soccer were better because I did not put my worth in my performance and my confidence grew as my faith grew. And I just thought that was really cool. That last part about my confidence grew as my faith grew. And we can kind of talk about how confidence is just like this giant issue as so many people struggle with having confidence, like on and off the field. Um, and it's not something you can just flip a switch and it's like, oh, I'm confident today. But it is something like that requires a foundation. And it sounds like your faith really helped that grow. So I'm curious if you could talk a little more about that, like the relationship between confidence and your faith. Yeah, um, I would also say that started like my freshman fall because that's when I first got introduced to like Christianity and was learning more about it. 
Um, so it's kind of just like an open book and trying to receive anything that was talked about. Um, but freshman year for everyone in college athletics is hard. It's a transition and not only with like coming back from injury, but I felt really good going into preseason and I played well. So I was like, wow, I feel good or just better than I thought I would. So Mm -hmm. I was like, thanking God for that. But then end of preseason, we were playing Duke and like little mistake, but I put all my worth in like that mistake. Like I remember I would think about it all the time. Like, and that's when I didn't play as much anymore. So freshman year, I played well in preseason, like the first two weeks, it's like, started a couple games which Mm -hmm. again was surprising to me but then when I stopped playing and was like not getting barely any playing time anymore that's a little bit like when my kind of worth was still in soccer Mm -hmm. more than my faith and I was having just like bad days when I would play bad in practice like I mentioned before and that changed when I was like going to FCA and then I would force myself and I not force, but I had to <laughs> push myself to go to women's Bible study because yeah. like you thought like I kind of was just coming because I read it. But no, I was like, I think this could help me when that kind of became more consistent on a week to week basis throughout my freshman year. Like, well, I actually have like the verse draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Right. Glory. And that kind of sparked that curiosity. I was like, wow. I wasn't as close in my injury to God as I thought I was. Um, and he worked like so much in my life. Like what if I truly like intentionally seek God through scripture and through relationships on campus, like with more Christians and have more conversations about it. And that's what I did my freshman year. And by the end, like I, I felt so good playing, like I was playing, I wasn't seeing the field as much, but in practice, I felt good. And by the end of season, I could say that like, I just felt like myself again on the yeah. field. I feel like before I was very anxious. And I think that's where I say where I wasn't as confident. It's because I was more anxious. But as like my faith grew, like through prayer, reading scripture, like that's when you realize that no, like God's got me. So that's yeah. Good. And I think it connects back even to the verse you shared at the beginning of like, be still and know that I am God. And that's kind of where confidence comes from. We don't have to fight all the battles. And for example, like playing time, we we can control so much, you know, with our effort and some skills and things like that. But you can't control everything. Like sometimes you just make mistakes and that's part of sport. But like being be still and know that I am God is is reminding yourself that you are not in control and that God is in control and that he, again, like has a plan, has a purpose. Um, and I think... For me, at least, like, I can kind of take confidence in that and knowing that, like, he's good and he has me. And again, like we talked about earlier, if if there is a trial, if there is something that is not according to my plan, then it's because, like, God has something better, which is not easy to remember by any means, but it's definitely helpful when you can get there. Yeah, helpful. I can't remember the timeline exactly, but I know there was a point, and maybe you just talked about it, that you felt like you're playing for God and 
had your confidence in him and just like was really you're really joyful in like soccer which I think is just like an incredible place to be at when you like you know okay it can be a bad day it can be a bad practice whatever um but it's not like shaking you so I'm just curious if you have anything to add on that and it's okay if not too yeah no I do and I would say I think about my going into my sophomore year and that summer I remember meeting with Jim who's our FCA like main leader um, at the end of spring and going into summer, I was like, I want to like be consistent. Like, how can I do that? And he kind of helped me. I'm sure there's like tons of things like this, but it's like rope, read, observe, pray, experience, like for scripture. And I like just read through different books throughout the summer, but I did it every single day. And then going into sophomore season, that's like, my heart was like on fire for the Lord. And, you know, like in terms of feeling good, like it was from that consistent, like reading scripture every day, but praying, um, going to church and like just again, feeling that confidence from, I guess, just that spiritual like high and that connectedness to God and like know that I'm seeking him. And like, I think there's a verse in John and it says like, like you will not, you won't lose if you give everything to God, something along that line, those lines. And that's kind of how I felt. And then going into sophomore season, I thought like there was our captain was playing in our my position ahead of me. So I was like, I'm just going to like be the best person that I could be, grow on and off the field. Um, and then again, just like have my foundation in God and keep growing in that way. And as that went on, like soccer just felt so like that. I felt so joyful in practice and just with my teammates. And even now, like it's continued. Um, So that's where everything had come from was that summer, I think. And then throughout sophomore season, I still kept that same routine. It's like, for me, consistency in scripture is where I feel the most just balanced in mm-hmm. my life. That's good. I was just talking or I think listening to a conversation that Camille had and they were talking just like the same thing you were saying about how like routine is so helpful, especially when we go into the busyness of our lives. And like for you, you're heading into another season and I'm guessing it gets really crazy really fast. So having that like routine of maybe it's like wake up and read or pray before you go to bed, like something like that where you're not just checking off a box, but it's just a way for you to remember to spend time with God. Even Mm -hmm. A couple minutes with God is better than none. So that was kind of like that mindset. But I would say that like after season, I did struggle with like opening up my Bible or more even this summer. Like, and I feel that almost more often um, because I felt like I was on that such a spiritual high. And then, you know, it's not always like that. And just learning how to navigate like my faith through that and it's kind of been maybe I don't read scripture every day and I just pray or journal a little but mainly I've been leaning towards praying because talking to God is like it doesn't have to be formal it's definitely just like a conversation and he just wants to hear what's on our hearts what we're struggling with and yeah like just creating space for him to talk to you that like God will speak to us and that he wants to speak to us and maybe that's Mm -hmm. not like audibly um, but it's through like our thoughts, our heart, our mind. Um, and he's very present. And I think we forget that. Yes. Oh, no, for sure. I've also been focusing on that, too, especially when things kind of start aligning and you have like conversations and 
the same like word or something's brought up like that's oh yeah speaking to you in that way it's good but I want to bring this conversation more into the present moment and like I said I know you're heading into another season things are about to really ramp up and I would just kind of love to hear some of the ways you've seen God working maybe throughout this summer and as you're heading into like another season your junior season yeah honestly getting towards the end of summer I was kind of able to realize like who and what God has been doing this summer because like Mm -hmm. I said it was harder to like open up my Bible and do that every day and what I learned is that in those times of struggle like that's when you are growing in especially in your faith when like maybe you are doubting things a little like that's when you have to trust and lean on God even more and it's just that reminder and it's kind of that thing where I've been sitting and seeing what God is putting on my heart and it's like dependency on him like Jesus had like a lowly heart and a humble heart so I guess I'm trying to do that in this season of life is like I do just have to depend on God. Like we've talked about this this whole time is like, it's not in our control. So in the end, we could put in our work that we need to do in our sport, school, whatever. But the end of the day, like depending on God through it all and just being humble in that way. And I know like trust is like a big word for you and like you have a tattoo of it. Um, (laughs) I would just love if you could talk a little bit about trust and what trusting God like looks like for you? That's such a broad question, but I'm just, you can take that in any direction. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that you have to just remind yourself of because I mean, in the day-to-day, like there's good and bad things that happen throughout a whole day, like yet alone like a season or whatever. And in those hard times, like we've been talking about, like that's when you have to trust God. And it's mainly just like trusting his plan like your life is planned out and we say like everything happens for a reason like it's true because god like has your life planned out you just have to like trust it and you can't be anxious about tomorrow like it said all throughout the bible like don't be anxious um and in that that's where like trust is so big to me and just like a reminder in the day-to-day like trust god because like in the end he has everything in control and in his hands like he's working through every single part of your life. That's so good. And I think that's something that we all need to be reminded of. All right. Thank you so much for this conversation and coming on the podcast. I know it's not super easy to like get it in your schedule, especially as you're heading into season. So I appreciate you coming on and this is just so filling and uh, so much good stuff to reflect on. Yeah, no, thanks, Tyler. It was great being here and like talking with you about God. It's kind of actually what I needed going into this season.